0: I actually lean more on the avoidance side and love, especially in friendships. I'm very like, very Aquarian Aries. (laughs) Like they say, when you piss us off or you're not a safe friend, (laughs) you see the back of our head walking out and never see us again. And that's me very much. So I have like anxiousness. It's really only had surfaced with my team was like a big place because it comes back to security, right? Like my parents were my form of security. So is my team. So, and that feels like it's healing a lot. But the thing about manifestation and attachment styles is basically like everything I teach and believe in is we're all just getting back into our whole authentic worthy selves. So when it comes to attachment, attachment styles, it really all comes back down into becoming secure. And actually, I remember my friend Katie Delbout posted recently on Instagram. I think she's in Australia. And she was like filming these cats. And there's one that's just like sprawled out and chill. <laughs> and there's one that's like, you know, like kneading at the other cat and wanting to place the so bat and the other one's like back off. And so she like drew a diagram where she's like, this is secure. This is anxious. This is avoidant. <laughs> and it's all about being that cat that's just sprawled out and And really letting everything come to it at the end of the day. And so when it comes down to the energetics of those attachment styles, really anxious, avoidant, all of it doesn't matter. So it really just matters about getting back to secure and Mm -hmm. that's an energetic, right? So when you're doing that shadow work, for instance, like what's coming up, it's really beautiful to take inventory of, am I dog paddling anxious? Like what's going on here? Am I like, fearful, afraid something's gonna go. Um, you know, I don't have control. Or am I on the avoidance side where I'm not taking any steps? I don't give a shit. It can come or go. I'm lackadaisical. Or am I secure? Which is I'm so in my worth. I know how this is going to go. The universe really is going to you know, support me through this. And so energetically, it's all about taking inventory, no matter what of the work you're doing or what's coming up is am I more in the anxious category or am I more in the avoidant? And what are the energetic steps subconsciously and consciously to get into secure? So it's been really cool to look through that lens because it just makes it so easy. Yeah. So not complicated.
1: And for someone to identify you know, this type of attachment style, you know, for me, I've been looking at it recently, I've been doing your shadow work and so much of it, I'm like, oh, I'm anxious. And I like, didn't, I think when I think of myself, like, I tend to think of like my highest self, I'm like, no, I'm secure. <laughs> yeah, <your laughs> And then highest when I'm actually chill. in the scene, I'm like, very
0: anxious, attached. How is that showing up for you, for the listener listening?
1: It shows up in my new romantic relationship. It shows up with Krista. Mm -hmm. It shows up with my parents. So for example, with my new relationship, this past week, I was with him for like six days. And so we're long distance. We have like a finite amount of time when we're together. And so I really attach myself to... Us having like a great connected Mm. time. And if there's any little... I lost his apartment case while I was there.
0: (laughs) You're like, it's Mercury retrograde. I mean, but (laughs) but
1: but also it was like a part of me that was shown that was like, I can be clumsy sometimes. Oh, totally. I can be a little like, you know, here, not there, whatever. But that is a part of me. And it was very triggering for him to see that and be like, well, I'm glad you told me, but I'm not happy.
0: Mm. You know, and I was like, Oh yeah, for anxious, you probably spun. You just, and he was
1: over it in 60 seconds. And I was still like, okay, are you like, are you you still mad? Are you going to leave? Are you going to like, are you going to gather all these things that you're, you're learning about me and just be like, hey, this isn't really for me. Totally. You know what I mean? Yes. And just like seeking that like validation of like, I needed him to say like, hey, it's okay. All good. Like, yeah, yeah I'm disappointed. It sucks. And like, maybe you can be careful next time. <laughs> but like, it's okay. But he didn't say any of that. It was yeah. just like, okay. You know, it was very minimal. I was yeah. like, yeah. You know,
0: this <laughs> is yeah. like so interesting, right? Because it's just at the end of the day, all of us, you know, interacting, it's just like his childhood with your child, oh, right? Of you know? And so like who in his life showed up and Drop the ball a lot, you know, because Mm -hmm. when we are in a relationship, the stakes are so much higher. And when we're in a, you know, business partnership, because it's again safety, security, the stakes are so much higher than if you're just like out with a girlfriend having a drink. So it's really just like, again, like really having that overview perspective of subconscious programming, you know, for me, I can get so caught up in all my emotions that are going on right now and being in my feminine, or I can get that overview look and accepting that's what's going on and feeling them fully, but also being like, in your circumstance, if we're really going to take this down to subconscious programming, who in his life dropped the ball all the time? Because that's what I'm reflecting back to him right. right now. And then who in my life said, basically, if you're 100% exactly as you are, I don't really love you that much. Yeah, you know? exactly. And those two things are just mirroring. And so like, the, to get the better hand on it all, I mean, there's. I just love so many techniques that we've been tapping into a lot, like the Amago technique to talk. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar. I always mention this book, but getting the love you want. Mm. You know the Hendrix that I think that's their name, Gay Hendrix, Gay Hendrix, right? Yeah. I love that one when the stakes are so high, but. Also, really being able to, the other, we're actually putting this whole, I don't know when this will air, but we're putting out a whole new workshop next month about boundaries. And it's all of the energetics and manifestations surrounding boundaries. And one of the other communication styles I love that we reference in it is nonviolent communication. It's mm-hmm. such a good one. It's such a great one. It's so easy. You can what Google... What does that look like? Well, you can Google it right now for anybody yeah. who's listening to get a... P, like they literally have available PDFs and they do too for Mago. So it's really easy to link out to those. But so the nonviolent is basically staying in the film, feeling realm. It's not blaming anyone. So it's like I, you know, like if you're doing something to trigger me, it's like, I feel that this is happening. You know, it's witnessing what's going on and then kind of coming up with a solution. So for instance, with Max the other day, he doesn't love, my fiance, Mm -hmm. he doesn't love changing things about himself. He actually likes to share just to be heard. Whereas when I share, I'm actually wanting feedback to change myself so I don't continue to have the same shit repatterning. So with him, it was something like stress about work and and for me, I grew up in a, you know, a mesh. So I feel like I have to save and take care of. Yes. So it's actually a really hard place for me Same. to be in, right? Same mm-hmm. for you, I'm sure. And so when he's like, all this thing, these things about stress and work, I'm like, I hear. So it's like back to a feeling. I hear that you're really frustrated about work. That must feel this way. And then probably a great solution is that you just need me to hold space for you because he doesn't want me. <laughs> like, well, if you kind of did the subconscious program, this probably wouldn't keep (laughs) manifesting, but whatever. (laughs) So that's a great one to link out to. Super simple formula. You can get it down and start that communication style. But just knowing like when we're in relation with anything, it's just that... It's just... This is what I tell Max all the time. I'm like, I get that you you don't want to look at your childhood and stuff like that. I totally understand that. And I'm not telling you that your parents you know, it's not like the therapy thing where it's like, it's all your parents' fault. We're talking like talk therapy. Mm -hmm. It's all your parents' fault and like being the victim. No, that's not the case. What you're needing to do is get back into your whatever seven-year-old self and literally look through those goggles and look and being like, what? how did I see this perspective through these lenses? And then you know, okay, cool. That's what I have to work with in my subconscious. And at the end of the day, anytime we're feeling any of these feelings, anxious, avoidant, mm. it really is coming down to those lenses and then getting a hold on them to be like, why am I projecting this? Why is this person projecting that to me? And we do have the capability to change it. But yeah, I mean, God, the beginning of a relationship, that's when the stakes are so fucking mm-hmm. well,
1: It's funny because I don't feel like, I really truly, if I sat here, I, I'm not afraid that he's gonna leave, yeah. right? Like the truth is like, no, and, and I'm not leaving either. But it's just like these surface things, like you said, just kind of like delayering, and it's very uncomfortable. And I just feel very like, like chapped. Yeah.
0: Like, you know, the uncomfortable, and that's hard to feel. And it really goes back to what you were saying, Krista. And I'm saying it's like really hard to be out of the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's honestly, where all of the like I magic know. lives. I know. Like, oh, <sighs> this is the opportunity. And it's like, Ugh. I know. I know. You know, <laughs> wouldn't it be so much more chill too if we like didn't have jobs and shit like, like 100%. that? percent To just go through you, that stuff? 100%. <laughs> it's like, we got to show up today. This sucks. Yes, like, I have to really. feel all this. For the Amago technique, remind me what that is. So we do that a lot. In fact, in the beginning, we. With you and Max. Max right? and I. Okay. Yeah. yeah we, he was really resistant. Now we kind of throw it in when we're like, really just screaming at each other and nobody's listening, you know? But it's a really, another really safe way to communicate that actually is really effective for the simplicity that you're super heard at the end of it. So the way that you set that one up, and again, anybody can Google this, you guys will link out, but say I'm coming to you because maybe my big trigger is that you're always late. That was a big one for Max, Mm -hmm. and I think it really came down to like very early in our relationship. He had bought these Dolly Park, Tickets. We were going to the Hollywood Bowl, and I was leaving him because he was waiting <laughs> for like the twentieth. I like literally had bags back. classic. And I'm like, sell them. It's like three hours before, and he paid so much money for these <laughs> tickets. So basically, we were like, let's imago this, and so I'm the one who's bringing it to him, right? And you're actually not supposed to do it in the tension. You're supposed to take a break, but it actually does work in the tension well if you stay with the structure. So what you do is, again, it's no blaming. So it's like, I notice when this happens, it makes me feel this way. So you can't blame the person, but you can really explain what's really going Mm. on in true honesty of how you're feeling about it. Then they have to repeat you verbatim. Like they cannot miss any words. And then they have to go and say, if I were in your shoes, I would feel... And I think that's the last step. The second step is like, they have to... After they repeat you verbatim, the second step is they have to surmise it and mm. really like put it together. And they have to ask you, am I leaving anything out? Did I miss anything? And then in the third, and I think this is the real key part, Like my claircognizance is like, this is the thing that works, is they have to say, if I were in your shoes, I would feel... Disappointed, abandoned, not my time's not valuable. And so it's like when you hear that reflection that they're really feeling what you're feeling, and they're you, they really understand it. It's like a healing that happens, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't really care mm-hmm. anymore. So it's a really powerful technique, especially for two people again who are just looking through their little kid lenses and having all their stuff trigger with your stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. even with you and Justin, yeah. I know you guys have stuff like yeah. that. And it's like, if you can put these Mm -hmm. communication techniques forward, it kind of gives you a big chance because otherwise it's just two, you know, two, three-year-olds talking to each other from their wounds. Mm
1: -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning into Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes.